Welcome to Technado with Don Pizzette. Featuring sysadmin expert, Don Pizzette. Security specialist, Daniel Lowry. And Peter. Hello and welcome to TechNado with Don Pizzette. I'm your host, Peter Van Rysdam, and I am joined on this special Best of 2021 episode by Don Pizzette. Don, how are you? I am doing great. It is a festive holiday season, mm. and, uh, you know, so like many uh, entertainment professionals, we are phoning it in this week yep. <laughs> and doing a, a highlight reel. <laughs> it, it'll be great. Yep. It's, a, it's like that episode, you know, Full House, where they look back on, on the week, and you can tell they... See, I, I was thinking more like the Chris Farley show. Remember, oh, yeah. remember, remember when, when we had... Remember when you were in the Beatles? Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Remember when they said you were dead? <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that true? That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's Daniel Lowry. Daniel, hey, how's it going? I'm remembering mm-hmm. how it was going many times ago. <laughs> that's good because that's what we're doing today is remembering. Good. Uh, we're going to look back at all the podcast guests we've lost this year uh, in our In Memoriam segment. It <laughs> <laughs> got dark quick. Yeah, <laughs> run that. Nobody? Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Fantastic. Right. At least the families didn't call us. No, no. no. Not yet. That's good. Yeah, they're, they they're getting their outlook. Their lawyers right will now. call yeah. after this. All right. Well, let's start. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna look at at our favorite guests of the year. We're gonna look at, at the favorite articles that we talked about, and we typically do the guests first. So let's talk about our favorite guests to start. And uh, and Don, why don't you go first? Who who was yours and why? Sure. Uh, you know, it's hard to pick a favorite guest because we had a lot, and and some of them I, I like because they were just great people, easy to talk to. Some were amazing companies or products. Uh, Every now and then, we get a, a chance to interview somebody where the, the two kind of overlap. You get somebody mm. who's just fun to talk mm. to, but also has a, a great product. And so for me this year, that would be the interview we did with Adam Dara, who was from Vigilante.io, uh, which we, we kind of made fun of the Vigilante name a bit. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it was a very cool company. So cool that they've actually uh, merged with, uh, what's the company? Zero Fox. So mm. you know, a, a lot changes we used to talk about that the the uh the technado factor that companies would get acquired after being on the show are they still vigilante or are they now zero fox uh so it it's still like you can go to to vigilante.io yeah uh but the very first thing you see is vigilante plus zero fox okay uh and then it takes you over to the zero fox page so i think they've pretty much chosen the zero fox name now okay it's good to know. Good yeah. to know. And he, he was the one that had a lot of like Russian experience, right? So he was the one who was actually involved with the U.S. government yeah. and, and doing some of the behind-the-scenes things. And that's why I like talking to him so much, yeah. because uh, the, the question I asked him was, we from the outside, it kind of looks like our government is sitting on their hands, and we're mm-hmm. getting attacked left and right, and it totally sucks. Is it like that? And so he was able to give us a little bit of insight into that. So it was a really kind of a, an informative interview. Well, you might be wondering, what was the answer to that? So let's take a look at a quick clip from that episode and see what Adam had to say. So we talk all the time on this show about uh, different hacks and nation state hacking, like North Korea's, you know, funding their entire company or company, country with <laughs> uh, with hacking. But uh, Russia kind of seems to be your, your area of focus. And I'm, I'm curious, are, are they, would you say they're the, the premier kind of the, the best at hacking or they're just the ones we hear about more. And are, are we as good as they are? Wow, that's a, that's a loaded question. Do Thank I still you. only get a minute? Um, so, <laughs> so in short, uh, in my personal opinion, um, Russia is the most sophisticated as far as their mindset and their capabilities. Um, they they just have a different goal than very capable nation states like North Korea, Iran, and China. 
um, and 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 in their lane and what they do uh, with regard to cyber security, um, offensive operations or intelligence gathering operations. You know, signals intelligence. Um, in my opinion, they're the best. They're 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 our most formidable adversary, um, next to the United States of America. Ooh. I think uh, <laughs> we 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 America. do. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. Um, we do undersell ourselves, and a lot of that may be messaging and intentional, uh, but we have a very capable uh, f- workforce. We have a very, um, we have a very, cap- we, we have proven processes that work, and uh, we are, uh, we're more agile than people think. And so, um, I, at the end of the day, um, it's not better, better, but it's like we are formidable adversaries. Let me just say that it's, it's, uh, you know, we, we tip our hats to them and, and, uh, we don't know what they, maybe they tip our hats to us uh, in a, in a dark closet somewhere, but, uh, <laughs> they're, um, yeah. they're very good. I, I do find it interesting that like, we do hear a lot about Russian hacking and how they're just like, Oh yes, we hack you. That's what, you know, it's how it work. You, you go down. That's, you know, it's always like this Russian hacker disclosed this and this Russian hacker disclosed that Russian hacking firm does this. That, 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 that. I mean, it's like they don't care about sharing that. They're, yeah, they're kicking everybody's tail when it comes to hacking stuff. And if you <clears> want to be on the dark side of stuff, come on to Russia. And we'll help you out. Yeah, their training is is amazing. Uh, their talent pool is is they have a deep bench um, and and it's. They are formidable, for sure. So, so you studied uh, in both undergrad and grad school Russian literature and Russian language. Did you foresee this coming, uh, and that you wanted to get into this field, or or are you just a big fan of like Tolstoy? <laughs> <laughs> I prefer Dostoevsky, but yeah. Sure. So, what? Um, it, it, that's a very good question. Um, let me just say that you know, having spent many uh, some time there uh, at various stages of my life. You know what I was reading about in the news, um, and again, like this isn't a, a dig on on us or our news, but um, <clears throat> when you when you are on the ground and you're seeing this rapid change, um, you know th- Russia was on the move uh, to to modernize their approach to most things: politics, economics, military. Uh, technology, uh, and, and that includes you know everything. And and I, I don't think. And so when I was seeing that mismatch on the ground between what I was, you know, being what I read about and it's like, no, it's not the Soviet Union. And no, it's not even the 90s. Uh, the 90s was a very hard time for for a lot of the former Soviet states. And uh, and to see the changes on the ground happening so quickly, like, OK, there's something here. There's something here. And and uh, to be able to provide that context uh, to to my to my government and, and that insight, um, I felt like was a was it was an honor to even be considered for the job, but much less to get a job like that where you can <clears throat> give back, you know, with your expertise and your own experiences, as well as what you learn what, once you're inside and you read really interesting things. So, yeah, it worked out. It was a it was a it was a freak coincidence that um, I was I I made the cut. It, it, that sounds so weird to say because uh, I I remember going up against some. <sighs> people I worked with were just really really smart, and I I felt like a fish out of water every day. If you love Russia so much, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Sound like my interrogator. <laughs> that, and by the way, I realized I don't have uh, like any American songs on my, my soundboard here. When, he, yeah. when we said America, it's like the closest I had is... Uh, this. Yeah, it's, like, it's not really. Yeah, it might work. I mean, the Dukes of Hazard is an American it's institution. An show, yeah. I mean, come on. All right. Thank you, Adam. And, and I remember one of my favorite parts of that uh, one was also where... Daniel was like, oh, I heard you worked in some three-letter organizations. Uh, 
you were like FDA or, uh, <laughs> or you listed one there was a four letter. No, it, uh, not food and drug. I don't know, but whatever. That would be the FDA. Yeah, that is. Yeah, NAA. No, that's not <laughs> too many letters. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll never know where he really worked, which is the point of that's all that. But yeah, fun interview. <laughs> I almost picked him too. I, I went back and, and watched. Uh, Did he even that, exist? That yeah, I don't know. We have no one's seen him again. That's right. He's been acquired by a fox. All right, uh, Daniel, you also had a favorite. Who was your favorite from this my, year? My favorite was obviously had to be John Hammond. Uh, we've done a lot of stuff with him this year at IT Pro TV. Having him on the podcast was a lot of fun. He's just been a great dude, has a lot of really cool insights into the business. He does uh, malware analysis for a living, so being able to kind of pick his brain on how he's gained his skills and what you can do with that and seeing kind of the things that he does in his career has been just really interesting for me. Uh, I've kind of oddly gotten into malware development and he's a, he does malware analysis. So learning yeah, Huntress, things, right? yeah, he works for Huntress. Okay. Exactly. Uh, doing that on a day to day basis and trying to keep uh, things more secure, adding to the security landscape of, Hey, we found these IOCs that we can now add to the list of IOCs that you can now hunt for. It was just a lot of fun. And then, of course, we played a game with him, which was a, an incredibly entertaining good time for me. So I always enjoy hanging out with John. I almost would consider him more than an acquaintance, a bit of a friend. We we get really friendly when we have, you know, the pre-banter and all that stuff we get to do with him. So yeah, he does kind of plug dude. right into the, yeah, the show. I felt like he was part of it. And it, it was, we've done different videos with him and realized we haven't had you on the podcast yet. So yeah. let's get you on here. Got to bring him on. Yeah. And as you said, the game that we played with him was Malware or Rapper, where we said the name of, of a, a malware or a rapper and you had to guess. And... Uh, I don't remember who won, but if we could go back if only, and see. So let's take a, a quick look at uh, just a little bit of that game because I, I think we ended up playing that game for like 20 minutes on the show. <laughs> it was a so, long time. Uh, let's take a quick look at that clip. Xcode Ghost. Uh, Xcode Ghost. All one word. Done. Malware. Okay. Daniel. Malware. And John. Malware. And you are all correct. It's a modified version of Xcode, Apple's software development environment. First found in China in 2015. Say, it was a modified version of your mom. I, I think we reported on that one because <laughs> yeah. any app you compiled with it was infected. Yep. Uh, oh, and nice. they, but they passed Apple's approval to be uploaded to the App Store because um, the way they were made. <laughs> Apple's so. so stupid. <laughs> Yummies. All right. It, I've got it as 13 for John, 13 for Daniel, and 12 for Don. Wow. So neck still, and neck. Still a chance here. Uh, next up is Doja Cat. D-O-J-A, and then cat, spelled like cat. Uh, Don. Sounds rapper to me. Okay, Daniel. Malware. Okay, and John. Uh, I'm struggling. I'm thinking malware. Okay, and I am sorry to you two, but Forbes named Doja Cat one of the top breakout stars in 2020. And elicit her on her annual 30 Under 30 list. She, Ooh, uh, she's featured in one her. of my favorite she's new songs, new. Best Friend. Best friend. Yeah, good good song. Fun right. for the whole family. It's I'm a sure. banger. It's a <laughs> so banger. So now we are tied across the board, right? We are. We are. 13 all. All right, two more. All right, next up is My Doom. My Doom. And let's go with Daniel. I feel malware on that one. Okay, John, what are you thinking? I'm feeling malware as well. Okay, and Don. I'm going to go malware, but it could be a cool rapper name. It would be a cool it rapper could. name, but it is not. My Doom is a well-known worm. It's spread by email oh, in 2004 yeah. as a message indicating an email delivery error. So no, it's cool. It's like Tulsa Doom. 
That's yeah. right. Sure. Yeah. Talk. Talk. <laughs> All right. Here's the last one. Ransom. 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 Don. Mel Gibson movie. Yes. It is that. Uh, I'll go rapper. Okay, Daniel. It was a tough decision, but feel like rapper is where I should go. Okay, John. So I'd have to say rapper. And you guys are all correct. <laughs> Noah Gale, known by his stage name, Roe Ransom, is a rapper from Manhattan, New York. He had a breakthrough hit with his 2016 single, See Me Fall. Hmm? Little known hell. fact, he um, actually uh, bankrolled that record with ransom money. Yeah. It's all <laughs> he stole Bitcoin a bunch of kids. Said, hey, I am really pissed back. that we're all tied. <laughs> Mel Gibson came out. <laughs> 15. That That's really disappointing, guys. 15 out of 20. <laughs> well, hey, you know. Hey, that's not bad right there. I yeah. was worried. I was like, my professional reputation is on the line. <laughs> I'm really competitive. So just for the record, like your professional reputation was on the line the moment you came yeah, on this yeah. podcast, game or not. You, you threw that on the ground and yeah, it's just stomped over. all over it. Yeah. All Michael right. Flatley came out and did a river dance on it. <laughs> all right. That was a lot of fun. We got we to gotta play more games like that. I Good. will think of one before next week, possibly. Reach out to John. Or I'll just make up. John, remember the time we played that game? (laughs) That was fun. It was awesome. All right. uh, Next up, me. Yeah. Uh, I had a favorite, too. And uh, it is from episode 191. We had Rita Gurevich, who uh, who, she founded the company Sphere Technology Solutions. And, uh, I mean, we talked a little bit about what they do, like access control and stuff like that. But what I found really interesting was she, uh, she had something on her resume, which to a lot of people would be like, a black eye, and she was able to turn it into something good. So she, she was the chick that went to prison. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She had the teardrop uh, yeah. tattoos and stuff. No, she worked at Lehman Brothers. Uh, oh, that's right. At, at the wrong time. Uh, <laughs> at the and, wrong time. And rather than you know having that be something that's a black mark, she was able to actually kind of turn that into um, how she she founded this company, uh, cybersecurity company that uh, you know has become very successful. Um, so let's take a quick look at her explaining how she was able to turn that all around. Now, Rita, uh, you are a founder of the company, and I'm always curious when we get to interview founders on like you know how they ended up where they are. And I know in the past you worked at Lehman uh, Lehman Brothers, which is uh, some, a company many of us are aware of because of their uh, very public bankruptcy they went <laughs> through. Uh, did, did that experience did contribute to where you are now, or was it something else that made you say, I, I should found this company, I've got a great idea? That's a great question. So a hundred million percent, yes, that is the reason I started my company. So uh, I worked at Lehman Brothers all on the technology side, not on the business side. I always say I had nothing to do with uh, mortgage-backed securities, (laughs) Uh, all on the tech side. And I was put on a SWAT team where we essentially had to desegregate all of their data. So imagine almost overnight, you had all these entities that bought parts of the Lehman umbrella, Nomura and Barclays, Neuberger, Berman. And we had to figure out almost overnight how to take a hundred plus year old company, very centralized infrastructure and figure out who gets what. And we had to use the tools that we already deployed, uh, analytics and algorithms that we had to develop and come up with almost on the fly uh, to be able to figure out how do you split apart all of these technology assets? So when I started Sphere, honestly, it was to go to the big banks and say, hey, 
I have some really interesting experience doing deep data analytics. Um, over time, obviously, the CISO organizations became a lot larger and had a lot more requirements. So we started to overlay security metrics um, alongside what we were originally uh, doing. And there came Sphere. All right. And one of the reasons that I actually was reminded about Rita and went back and, and checked some of that episode out is uh, we are doing a panel discussion now at RSA that has just been approved that is actually taking place with uh, with your uh, favorite guest and my favorite guest and Don Pizzette, uh and John Strand from Black Hills Information Security. So it's going to be, yeah, Don, uh, John Hammond, Rita and uh, and Don. And Don, what are you guys talking about in that panel? Uh, so we're going to be talking about the the uh, uh, the. You know. Well, do you know? I, I do know. I'm trying to remember the right word <laughs> I mean, for it, right? The, yeah. The, the 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 job gap. You know that they yeah. they'd say oh, it's so skills hard. Gap. To yeah. find, oh, the skills gap. That's the yeah. word. I'm just trying to remember yeah. the right job word. Job hole. Something <laughs> about how how hard it is to find people in the cybersecurity industry. Well, yeah. we thought it would be cool. Let let's get people that actually are out in, in the man. field practicing, yeah. you know, and, and see what it's like out there. Is, is this a real thing? Is it a fact or is it a myth? Is, is this just not true? Because it seems like there's a ton of jobs out there and there's a ton of people getting trained and getting jobs. I, I'm not sure there is a skills gap. So I, we'll find out. Yeah, or, yeah. Well, I, I would tend to agree with you on that. I don't want to get to that conversation just yet, but yeah, I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, and John's going to be able to tell you, uh, John Hammond's going to be able to tell you, you know, how you can get hands-on skills through, right. um, you know, a lot of Capture the Flags and stuff he talks about all the time on YouTube. I mean, John Strand is going to be able to tell you, you know, about his experiences and, and what he looks for in hiring. Rita, the same thing, because she started, you know, her own thing. And, and Don's going to be able to talk about, you know, do you need a degree do you, or certifications? Fine. You know, all those kinds of things. So it's going to be interesting because we, you know, you guys are like-minded, but we still have a lot of different yeah. cool perspectives on the panel. So excited. All right, and I'm sure a lot of people are excited to get back to RSA. Hmm. Uh, did they do it in person last year? I think they still did, but uh, it was smaller. Last year? Or maybe maybe, uh, maybe not, sure. not last year. No, it was San year. Francisco, so I'm yeah. doubt yeah. they yeah. would. I yeah. doubt it highly. All right, well, let's shift gears now and look at our favorite articles uh, from this past year. And, and Don, I know you had a couple, actually. You kind of had a, a serious yeah. one and yeah. a fun one. So let's look at your serious one first, uh, and it is from ZDNet. Uh, this was back, let's see, it, this was early on in the year, early, January yep. 23rd. Both of mine were from early. It was comedic gold back in January sure. and February. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sonic Wall says it was hacked using zero days in its own products. The networking device vendor has published a series of mitigations as it's investigating the incident and preparing patches. And I assume those mitigations were, stop using our product. <laughs> it will hack you. Yeah. You know, the, the big positive to come out of this is that nobody can accuse Sonic Wall of not using their own hardware because obviously they do. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was just ironic that That's they, funny. as a security company, got breached because their security hardware had zero days. And uh, yeah, so it was just, the article just went full circle. It was perfect. You know, it's kind of funny. I, I are there a, is there companies out there that don't have zero days that we just don't know about yet, right? That's oh, basically I'm, what it boils down I'm to. I'm sure. I feel yeah. bad for everybody getting busted with zero days. It's been like like zero day a palooza for like the last what, 6 months. It's just nuts. And and you know, like you have to disclose, yeah. you know, kind of in the, in this day and age. So it's kind of like in this case being the guy that goes to the hospital like I got shot by myself. Yeah. Here's right. the thing. You know, uh, guns are dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> if you point them at yourself yeah. and pull the trigger, you My get shot. My dog shot me. It's, <laughs> it happens to everybody. Yep. 
Uh, yeah, that, that was a fun one, but not quite as fun as the next one. Uh, that the article that we're looking at uh, was on BBC, but it's actually happened in the U.S. Uh, the, the headline is, I'm not a cat. Lawyer uses Zoom filter by mistake. And I mean, it's 2021. This this was February 21. And, and uh, you know, we'd been in the pandemic almost a year at this point. Mm-hmm. You'd think people would have figured this stuff out, but this guy yeah. just could not turn off the Zoom filter. You know, this was one of those incidents where I think everybody could relate to it. Like everybody's <laughs> had a problem with a video conference. Maybe your microphone didn't work, your camera didn't work. This one was a little extreme because it was a cat. And, <laughs> and it was in court. <laughs> and the conversation you have with the judge was pretty funny. Yeah. And I, I feel like everyone whether you're new to it or old school it like everybody could appreciate the humor of this one this seems like a, a rob schneider movie rob <laughs> schneider is a <laughs> yeah. cat <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh man! But the, yeah, so the fact that he felt he had to tell the judge, "Your Honor, I, I'm not a cat," like because that because yeah. that's what and the judge like, was thinking. Uh, I don't believe that's true, sir. So uh, you're represented by a talking cat. You know, I I have two eyes and can see very well that you indeed are a cat. Yeah. Your cat mouth is moving. Your yes. cat eyes are moving because and that filter is. So I will good. say you are cute. <laughs> Case dismissed. Yeah. The cat defense wins again. It's like the caveman lawyer. Like, yeah. I might just be a cat. Uh, yeah. yeah. I- yeah, I like to have paws and play with you know yarn, but it seems to me yeah. I your don't video know your video conferencing technology frightens and confuses <laughs> yes, me. Yes, yes, it does. Oh man, yeah. If you haven't watched that one, or you know, it's been a year since you've watched it, go back and watch. I am not a cat. I am or, not a cat. I'm sure you just search cat lawyer uh, <laughs> on YouTube and that will come up. That was a fun S- one. Search cat lawyer on tour. See what that yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because we found out last week that one person controls all of tour. Yeah. Apparently nine. Dun, dun, dun. Crazy. All right. Uh, Daniel, you had one, too, about uh, about someone using some old technology. What was your fave? Oh, man. I just thought that was a really cool thing that this old legacy technology got implemented one day by this guy running an RV camp, right? Uh, kind of like a KOA kind of thing where mm-hmm. he has spots. You can roll your RVs in there. You get power and water and everything and have a good time. And to control what spaces are open or to understand what spaces are available and who's doing what and basically administer the whole system is running on this old Atari ST, right? He's writing his own code. He's maintaining this thing since, goodness gracious, 36 years. Yeah, so the 1980s. Yeah, this guy's been running this since 36 years. A prime example of if it ain't broke... Don't update it, right? Yeah, he doesn't have to worry about you know it's it's all self contained. It's not connected to the internet. He doesn't have to worry yeah, about because he's taking the calls and it, doing the exactly. Yeah, there. It's you not. know, it's it's just a to me, it's just very charming to see someone still running that stuff. Going, why it it does the exact thing I need to do? Why would I not use it? And I was like, that's a good argument. I, I like where your head's at, and just thought it was really cool. And I'll tell you what's not charming is. The guy's website, uh, it was... <laughs> it's still in GeoCities. It, ma- oh, it makes GeoCities look like new and cutting edge. It's, uh, uh, that's funny. Bomber... Well, it's Dutch, so B-O-H-M-E-R-W-A-L-D dot N-L. Um, and it's you know got a great property map there. And you can tell that there are things that were exported from yeah. that Atari system, like yeah. in the this kind of like grayscale yeah. map and stuff is fantastic. So uh, check that out. And, but yeah, really cool that, like you said, if, if it ain't broke, you know, don't, don't break fix it, it till it is. <laughs> yeah. If it ain't break, broke, break it. Yeah. And, fix it till it's broke. Yeah. Cause that is a gross looking uh, computer though. At this point it is very yellow. All right. Uh, what do we got next? Oh, me, uh, my favorite, 
was an article that came to us from ArsTechnica.com. Uh, Tesla owner who, quote, drives from the back seat got arrested, then did it again. A man jailed for leaving driver's seat empty uh, says he feels safer in the back seat, which is total crap because... I, I watched his Instagram. I was going to say, this wasn't that D-bag that was had the total cat. D-bag. Like, I'll just go buy another one. Yeah, yeah he's like, oh, you, you, yeah, yeah. you, you uh, impound my car? Well, I'll get another one. And I, I went back to see, because I, I looked at his uh, uh, Instagram to see if he had new videos on there. And yeah. he had a, a couple, but he was he's driving a McLaren now, talking about how you know people are like, oh, anybody can get a Tesla. Well, I got a McLaren now, y'all. So uh, I, there's not mm. a lot of people that I just haven't met in person that I would just like to punch. I feel and like he's the there. reason that certain cultures hate us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If we're represented that way, I can, I understand. He kind of reminds me of that uh, medical executive guy. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, pharma bro. Uh, yeah. He was all like smug in court. He's in jail Shirelli. now. Oh, so. or That's like it. Yeah. Martin, yeah. I think. He's got uh, a name that sounds like he should be Martin Spirelli. Uh, no, something like that. Yeah. But uh, Sclarelli, I think. Sclarelli. Something bro. like that. But he bought that Wu Tang album yes. that they only made one of, and what? yeah, for like two million dollars. Oh, the government just auctioned off. Of this. So yeah, yeah. Martin Shkreli. Shkreli. He took. He basically took a uh, a company that made some. Uh, was it an AIDS medication or something? So I, it, they made I a medication it was, and it cost you know two hundred dollars. And he said, "Well, we can. Why don't we charge four thousand dollars and we can make all this money?" And and they did make a lot of money for and, a while. Yeah. And, until people until were like, "Prison, became. you're a jerk." Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, very punchable face as well. Nice. Uh, one nice. of the world's. I'm pretty good at punching. You should. You uh, should, I should give him. it a shot. You, <laughs> you should get arrested for some small crime. Yeah. yeah. Go to jail. So Punch you're him. my cellmate, are you? <laughs> I'm gonna need you to stand right here. Yeah, are you that Martin guy? Just oh, lift man. your head just a tad, and now I'm gonna punch you in the face. You close your eyes if you like. <laughs> Doesn't make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be closed here in a second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, my hand's big enough to do both eyes. Yeah, man, once. I get yeah. you one shot. Hey, we want to know who was your favorite guest this year? Who was? Uh, what was your favorite article? So head over to technado.com. Uh, there's a form there. You can give us some feedback. Let us know what your favorite was, and, and we can reminisce with you. Uh, and when you're on that page, you can also subscribe and, and uh, check out some of our swag. And you can hit that big orange button in the corner that says, is sponsored by IT Pro TV, and you can check out all the great features from IT Pro TV and get a 30% off coupon code for the lifetime of your personal plan. And, you know, as we're heading to the new year, this is that time to, to make that resolution to finally get that certification or, or learn that new skill. So uh, go ahead and register for that. Best time to do it is uh is now you Best should you should make that uh it pro tv button a picture of that martin dude's face oh so you punch <laughs> it. Yeah. turn the cursor into a fist punch this you with you oh my god yeah. like the old flash yeah. games yeah. yeah that would really fit in with that campground website uh yeah. theme of uh that would be kind 90s. of funny as if like for this episode we changed all that yeah to have all those elements like in that, that page that'd be kind of funny hey, sounds like a lot of work there's also great stuff <laughs> i didn't teams. say i was gonna do it <laughs> There's also great stuff for teams from IT Pro TV, and uh, it talks all about that as well, like the Pro Portal. Uh, so if you've got a, a company and uh, you want to get the whole IT team up to speed, uh, you, we can help you out there as well. So check that out over at technado.com. Well, guys, uh, we we still have a, another fun episode next week because, you know, that it's that kind of week between Christmas and New Year where mm. I'm not working. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so. I literally am not working, that's for sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that. Maybe I will come up with a game by then. You can do it. We'll see. We have faith in you. 
Otherwise, we have to play one of the good old drinking games. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, with antifreeze. Yeah. <laughs> Record the best episode ever. <laughs> flip cup com- really comes through yeah. on an audio <laughs> version of the podcast. Did, did it flip? No. Did it flip? No. Well, you can hear the sound. It's yeah, it's, it's you get the idea. All right, well, thanks, everybody, and thank you all for watching, and we'll see you next week right here on Technado with Don Pizzette.